picture shit. This ain't a dream, we really live this shit. Don't intervene, yo, we with this shit. That's where the most high, we the most lit. Screen breakdown, give me money. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> hey, 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 check this out, guy. Check this out. La 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 you have to pee? Oh, oh shit, I gotta take my little man to the party real quick. Don't pee on yourself now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, man. Alex, good work on the new intro. I love it. Love it. Yeah. What up, what up, peeps? Silver screen breakdowns after a week hiatus. We are back. Yeah, we don't deal with no copyright issues. Come on, we got our own stuff. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. The League Season 2. I love this show. Throw it in the chat if you were a fan of the League when it was out. I know Nelson, it is new for him. Bogey, he he, act, he didn't see this when it was out. He saw it out. He saw it now. Man, this is awesome, though. Love this season in particular. Mainly, it's the first episode and the last episode. What up, Crispy? Crispy in the house. We got a meal in the house. Why can't I find our stream? Come on. Party in the house. Silver screen breakdowns. Silver screen oh, breakdowns. I'll throw the live, live, live. I'll throw the link in there for you. So we're on. Let's look at this. I'm just trying to get it on my phone. I yeah, we're on my phone. We're on the silver screen breakdowns channel, and we are on the fantasy football funk channel. So we're not live streaming right now on the 420 Hustler Network. But everything okay, will be maybe there. that's why I'm having trouble. Everything will be there in uploaded form, though. Yeah, but the fantasy there football. You Thank you, Alex. If you don't follow us there, go follow us there. We'll be live streaming there a lot. And then the silver screen breakdowns. We did it. We crossed 100 subscribers. Yeah. Yes. All there right. Hey, give, hey, we're going to start a new thing. Come on, bring it in. Give me give me some screen depths. Give there me some go. screen depths. There we go. There we yeah, go. We get some screen depths going all around. <laughs> Uh, I yeah. missed that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, okay, we got to get the screen dabs back. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Billy, oh, Billy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do the right thing. Uh, Power to the people. <laughs> okay, but yeah, yeah it's kind of dope because, like, I have, I went crazy in 2020, like, in initially when they shut us down. I went in there and knocked out like 40 joints before they actually closed our building. It was crazy because our studio. Is in a, it's on the second floor of a building, and on the bottom it's all restaurants, and then like on the top floor it's like dentist offices and all this. And this is where our studio's at, so we can't even slap out till like after seven o'clock p.m. But point being is, I went in there and just knocked out like a gang of joints, like all original shit. You know what I mean? Just knocking shit out, and that was one of those ones. I was like, I'm gonna keep this one. You know what yeah, I mean, yeah, because sometimes like it could be a thing. This happens all the time. Like it's a sick ass beat. My boy made it for me. But say if someone uh -huh. wanted it and wanted to buy it, but yeah, and then I'll yeah. go and because I didn't use it for anything technically, even though I did. But I was like, you know, hearing on the intro, I was like, oh shit, bruh. <laughs> well, yeah, show, Alex showing the love here in production, man. Yeah, yeah. well, because you know what it is too. Format. He, he's specifically targeting. Original, like all original stuff, because I'm a big sample guy. I like to sample things, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, I like things that I like, making them my own. But also, you know, stickler for all original shit as well. So it's kind of cool. I was like, I got an original bag. Baby. All yeah, original. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's yeah. sweet, man. Yeah, it's tight, man. Good job. Congrats on that. 
Damn. Hey, how's the boot? So how, I mean, I know I'm privy to this information. Can we share this? Like you are. No, no, okay. no, no. So we won't even talk about that. Yes. Yeah, Should have been all right before. He gave well, us I was, I was with that. Alex before off air. Okay, good. But see, yeah. see how you see how I didn't make sure I didn't. Yeah. 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 So when we actually, when we close tonight, I'll tell you. All right. Yeah, all right. yeah, yeah. And we are, we're actually talking about this Reese's Pieces deal we're trying to land. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I spoiled exactly. it. I spoiled <laughs> it. Reese's, give me money. And there'll be more info after the strike and all that if you guys pick up what we're throwing down. Nah, I can tell them about the Reese's Pieces. What up, Zach? Yeah. Hey, hey, Zach in the house. What up? Hey, Zach. All right, let's jump into the league, season two. All right. I want to hear Bogey's little little intro on episode one. And not intro, but I want first thoughts on Rafi. Because everybody in his life apparently told him that he was Rafi from the league. Let me set up episode one. So Andre is the champion now. And as his champion, he says that we should just do it real big. And Pete just comes in and vultures. Let's do it real big, guys. Let's do a Vegas draft. <laughs> and he was like, hey, that was my idea. And he was like, hey, you know, it was my idea, but we'll let you run with it. I already ran with it. I, I bought, I booked everything and <laughs> paid for everybody to get out there. Must be nice. And oh, so who's stealing the credit? Pete. Hey, that's funny because that's totally something I would do. <laughs> I told y'all it's about to go down. Oh, yeah. You mean the shit I'm planning? <laughs> it's right as he's saying it. What's he, what, right as he's about to say Vegas draft. Like it's like the words are about Ooh. to come out of his mouth. Pete swoops in there. You know what, guys? Let's do it big. Vegas draft. He's like, that's what I was going to say. Beat <laughs> yeah. him to the punch. Yeah, and then they just start messing with us. Yeah, you can run with it. Go ahead. It's our idea. You can run with these. I ran with it. I already paid for it. I already booked everything. No, Andre gets no credit. Yeah, sorry. So they um, head to Vegas. They're staying at... Where are they staying? I don't even remember what... what I think they're staying at the MGM is where they're staying. And they and need MGM. an extra... MGM tends to be the, the cheaper one to, to book too. Like in those, a lot of those shows, it'd be like MGM or like Luxor, you know, during that era, you know what I mean? Because yeah. all the Bellagio and stuff like that, those are all in the big movies, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah they're more expensive. I was across yeah. the street two weeks ago. Yeah. The thing, I was across the street from the MGM. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was right there. You know, I like going in the MGM and looking at the animals. I've always done that since I was a kid. Do they yeah. still got the animals there? Because I'm pretty I sure Pete the animals, but. No idea. Oh yeah, because I'm pretty. I'm like in the day and age of Peter, they might not like that they had like lions and fucking penguins in that motherfucker. And the penguins were tight too. You can see them. They're like there's like a little slide thing, and they're going in. This looks like their environment, like the Antarctic. Yeah. You can see them underwater swimming and shit. Shit was tight. Ooh, the fear boner. Ooh, the fear boner. <laughs> that Joe. That's one of those ones. Definitely <laughs> gets brought up. <laughs> In here, yeah, I can't wait till we get to the little dick song. She <laughs> was fucking hilarious. Those episodes were very phallic, by the way. Yeah, they were very phallic episodes. More phallic, the better for me because I feel like that's the tin, and that, that was what they turned up from season one to the season two. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. they did definitely. Yeah, exactly. I mean, said a new movie, The Fantasy Crashers, that'd be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> just show up to other people's draft parties start crashing the drafts hey yeah. bro you should definitely take cmc right here bro cmc's already took i'm telling you it's a good pick <laughs> so nelson i know you don't know too much about fantasy football necessarily outside of what you you know probably learned from us probably anything exactly what, one of the things that they always do in this show is they come up with creative ways 
to choose their order. Draft order, yep. And so this one, very unrealistic, you know. Oh, but they, I mean, they're, they are white. Who? Yeah, yeah, that is one thing for sure. You just run through that terminal. It's okay. They're white. <laughs> what What do you think about that? I know that wouldn't fly in real life, but what do you think about the creativeness behind that? When they oh, have you to have run- to you have to re- refresh me because I watched those thirteen episodes. So uh, I power watched them on Wednesday. Where they have to run, where they run through, where they run through secure the security. Oh, yeah. Whoever's like first is like first pick and all that. Yeah, that, yeah. Okay, I was watching that. I remember that. I was thinking because I worked for the airport, not the airport, the airline, major airline for twelve years. I was thinking Don't that worry. would not fly. There's no <laughs> way that would fly there. Well, what they did, and then Buddy Boy, he got in and won. The the guy he yeah, he, he cheated. What, 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 he what, what cheated. Pete, yeah, basically Pete, cheated. Yeah. So Pete he, there and so he can get taken away. What did he do? He did something so they could take him away. And he's like, well, he dove through, through the security. Yeah, he dove through it, I think, didn't he? Yeah, he pushed like the lady in the in the wheelchair out of the way, and then yeah. just jumped through. And jumped through. And he said, "You can oh. cavity search me all you want. All you're gonna find <laughs> is number one draft pick, Chris Johnson." CJ, yeah, anybody won though? That's a, he won. Yeah, so like, that's how you look at it. Kind of, it was, it was uh, funny to watch. 2010. 2010, okay. Yeah, yeah, CJ2K was a bad motherfucker, huh? He was the number one draft pick that year, for sure. Oh, yeah. Then... Was that, was that fresh, that, yeah, that was fresh off the 2K, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. About a couple years at that point. And so, then they make it out to Vegas. They, they make it to the MGM. They make it up to the room and everything. And then, here comes Chad Ochocinco. What'd you think of that cameo, Bogey, out of nowhere? I thought it was awesome oh. because you know, then I, I'm fully aware there was going to be like football players here, and I love Chad. Chad's, Chad's the man, bro. His acting, I was watching his acting. His acting was pretty good. It wasn't really good, but it wasn't bad. You know, he's he actually did like, during those years, he was doing like reality TV, quote unquote reality. Yeah. So it is, you know, he's actually was like, like what's funny about reality TV, it's not real, but it's not like super scripted at all. It's kind of more premise driven. And he definitely can rock a premise. You know what I mean? Because I, I would imagine a lot of this show, there is like a guideline, but there's a lot of it's improv. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. improv so. and no having lines are two different things, man. Okay. Two different things. Yeah. So what about having a premise and you just improv on it? Well, you just got to be, you got to know the root, the basic rules of improv for it to work. And the basic rules of improv is to go with whatever the idea is presented. You go with it. You don't. You don't refuse it or shut it down. Mm. So if you said, so the homie goes. So, so, bro, so you said, hey, bro, I, 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 I went to the corner oh, store. Bro, no, I, I went to a pizza joint to love pizza. Then you say, I don't like pizza. So they don't want to say that. You say, I like other places other than pizza, but that place was okay. But then you, know, so you do it like that. You kind of like. Wow, is that you? You accept what the person gives you, and then you change it from there. But you can't really say, "I don't like that," because then it ends the scene. Unless somehow you say why you don't like it, and then you piggyback off of there. But so it's very easy to say the opposite. Naturally, we want to do that because it's it's, it's kind of like confrontation. You think you got a scene, but you actually kill it. Mm. Yes, I would be terrible at improv because I'd be thinking too much of what I have to do. <laughs> It should be just natural. Well, you would say the exact opposite. He'd kill it right there. He'd, he'd try to make it harder, right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. Did. I'd be trying. Like, you know what? Well, I mean, what's the thing about pizza anyway? You know, like <laughs> the circumference. I mean, three point four. It's pie. What is it? It's math. 
What up, well, that's good, though. As long as you can say that, that's good. As long as you just don't completely shut it down, is what I'm saying. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. we basically have a premise for every show and then just what we're doing right now. And we improv as we go along, right? Yeah, we yeah, we do because we're used to it. But okay, if you well, think have a person that doesn't know that, they're, they're like, they freeze. They're like, I right. definitely got my text when I was like, I'm going to open up the show. My son immediately needs to take a piss. You know what I mean? <laughs> and we nailed that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And uh Ocho, he was definitely shutting some shit down because Andre, he wanted to use the child please. And he's like, no, man, you cannot do that. And he was like, what? I can't even say that professionally. Child? He's like, dude, you can't you do that. That's not racist if a white dude says it. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty much speaking like a black woman, isn't he? Yeah, pretty like an old black grandma or something. Yeah. It's, it's it's Chad who says that. He always said child please. That was one, yeah, of, that, that was one of his things, yeah. Oh, he that did? Was, oh, I didn't know that. Yes, yeah, so that was kind of like a hat tip to him. That's why Later, I can't remember what he said. You like these glasses? And he was like, child, please. And then he got all excited. Hey, you child pleased me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm excited to go further past this season because I ain't gonna lie, this season kind of drag. But yes, let's continue. It's super funny. And so then they go the next day, they're out there and they're going to start the draft. The thing that sucks about this league is there's three people who are always on auto draft and they're never there. It's eight teams. Do they eight. even exist? Eight. <laughs> you find you find you one of them. I think one of them later you meet, and that's about yeah. it. Yeah, because I always wondered that. Who the fuck are those other guys? Yeah, just they only needed five or six people to be in their main cast, so that's why. Yeah. But now Ruxin, he forgets to disclose that one of the people is not even going to be participating in the league, and they get all pissed out. What you're telling us now? The draft's about oh, to start. Oh yeah. Because I just found out a month ago. <laughs> asshole and then here comes the potential substitute rafi enters the building rafi is hilarious i love rafi i love rafi too man i love and hate him because before i ever watched his show people told me you're so rafi from the league i'm like i never watched it bro so i just then they're gonna be like yes huh at my expense i don't fucking you are a little like rafi yeah but i'm definitely not fucking Dudes in the ass, bro. <laughs> no sodomy for well, me. Well, not doing me, that, bro. He's doing a lot of things, Rafi. To be honest, oh, Rafi. I think Rafi thinks he's above men and women. I think he's just. I think he thinks he's. Ooh, that's deep. I like that. Yeah, like Rafi. He doesn't care. You know what I, mean? I feel like, that about me, man. That hit hit that hit close to home. Yeah. He, listen, I'm my own. I'm just like it's like Prince. Prince, bro. He's hey, you Prince. You know, you're beyond me. Like you're like you're like bigger than man and woman, even. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh man! You and can tell mushroom things are hitting up. They seem smack. His classic line: "What's up, jerks?" <laughs> <laughs> and of course, like nobody already, nobody wants him in the league to begin with. And then, like, he starts shitting on everyone. He's like, hey, come on. You know there are girls behind this board, right? All Rafi wants to do is chase some tail. Yeah. That's all Rafi wants wants to do. (laughs) And then then Jenny shows up, Kevin's wife, and she says, hey, heard you may need another. And so then they they vote, and they send Jenny and Rafi. They send Jenny and Rafi out. They have to go just hang out by the bar. And she was like, this is so embarrassing, me sitting next to you waiting for this vote. They just want to make out, you know, past the time. <laughs> oh, oh no, this is not a drill. <laughs> this is the real thing. Flash, Flash. Flood, floods. 
The flash floods in Vegas. They're not they playing up around. there in Vegas or in the Sacramento land. No, that, that was actually, that's where he's at. That that that, that alert. Oh, I thought but, it was your thing, Bogey. Yeah, not, not you know what's funny is like recently, whatever's been coming their way, and Nevada started making its way out here and, and where I'm at, central central wise, you know what I'm saying? Or not central, northern Cali wise, you know what I mean? It's kind of been weird. But uh, yeah, he's there in its ugly head. I know because we were just there two weeks ago in a literal hurricane. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I heard it. Like when I flew back times. to Cali, it was like to LA, it was so sunny and nice. I asked everybody about the hurricane, and well, they didn't have an earthquake, but I asked them about the hurricane. They said it was no hurricane; it was nothing. They're like nothing. I'm like, you were where we were at. That motherfucker was thunder to the right, to cannons to the right, <laughs> cannons to the left. <laughs> yes, if you guys understand that reference, shout out to you. <laughs> but you know what, Nelly? It was hella funny though, because like, I'll be sitting there chopping it with Nelly, just smoking. He's gonna pass out or what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know <what> I, mean? <laughs> I was like, man, this is awesome getting high with Nelly. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I took a few puffs. Yeah, he took it. I had some strong though. He, and it, he seemed he seemed unfazed too, but I know he was high. You know I mean? He's just chilling. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, what did you think about the way that Rafi was hitting on Jenny? Buggy. I mean, Rafi fucks, like, fruits and stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like, an actual hot woman, of course, is going to hit on her. But And it's grimy. I, I kind of like how this is the this is the first introduction. Like, he's the guy that'll, like, fuck, try to fuck your wife. You know what I mean? Yeah. Rafi's a grime time. You know what I mean? <laughs> and even yeah, when, Rafi's, uh, like, he's got no, he's got no, uh, what do you call it? Moral? He doesn't hold back on his guard. He, he oh, exposes yeah. everything that he's, that, that he's thinking. All gas, no break. <laughs> Yeah, whatever's on his mind, he just blurts out. <laughs> yeah, he's like a no-filter guy for sure. That's what I'm trying to say. He's unfiltered. And, and he definitely holds himself in a higher regard to these guys when it comes to fantasy. So he just shits on them, you know what I mean? <laughs> he just shits on them. I'm so, much I'm so much better than you guys. <laughs> and even when he starts talking to, to Kevin later, and because I, I don't think he knows, he calls him tall guy eventually. But or Brian, no, he calls him. Yeah, Brian. he doesn't ever know his name for real. Yeah, he calls him Brian, and he doesn't know who anybody is. He's just so fucked up all the time, is what I'm assuming. <laughs> Plus, he's got a couple of screws loose. You find out that later, you know, in the seasons, he's got a lot of a lot of fucked up trauma. You know, that turned him into the guy that he is. Have you seen my childhood? <laughs> <laughs> and so it's hilarious when he starts talking to Kevin. He's like, "Hey, who's who's she with?" And he was like, that's my wife. And he was like, oh, really? He was like, how's it working out? Damn, what a sleazeball. I like him. He's lovable. Oh, man. He's such a savage. And, of course, Rafi ends up getting in the league. They choose him because they don't want Jenny. And they don't necessarily not want Jenny, but Kevin does not want her in the league. He, he just, she's his helper. He would suck without her. And but what Jenny does now is to get back at everybody since she's not playing, she helps Ruxin draft his team, and that is just like the biggest gut no, punch no. to everybody because everyone hates. No, no. <laughs> and uh, the inspiration for this whole draft weekend that we did I mean, this episode was one of them, you know, just Vegas drafts in general always seemed awesome, but this was one of those ones. That always seemed super, super fun and knew that we had to do. And we finally, we finally did it this year. Boom. 
All right. And Bogey needs to hurry up and get back out here because I wanted his thoughts on the whole draft of how they did this. So they had a whole setup where they're drafting like right inside the pool. It's everything is kind of not magnetized, but little stickers that go on there that don't get fucked up in the water or anything. And then they're in the lazy river and the tubes and doing the draft. It was pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome. The big, oh, here he comes. Bogey. What'd you think of how they were doing the draft with the waterproof, you know, draft board and like all that? You know, just for the sake of it, it's a lot of things that are necessary for a draft. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, but you know, you want to fancy up this 18 team, this eight team, eight team, not 18, eight team league as much yeah. as possible. Yeah. And I actually think I dig the waterproof joint. Because man, there could have been some times where there was some, there was all kind of flatulence flying around. I could have helped my draft. <laughs> been some wild drafts, man. And I totally forgot one part. Flatulence just flying around. One part that we kind of glossed over was when they went into the strip club. Oh and, yeah, uh, and the stripper. She just kind of put him up on game. And this is what's funny to me though, because I always point this out as that. What up, Antonio? They're like, what up? What up, birthday twin? You know, they're there like this, just ch- chopping it at the bar. Never like, not even at the bar. At the stage. No, yeah, they're at the stage. At like, the stage. <laughs> like, they're acting like the hoes ain't even there and shit. And they talking fantasy. And what's slick is because when she first says something, I'm like, oh, she just she just working her way in to get some bread. Oh, you guys like fantasy? You know what I mean? You know, like strippers will say anything, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like fantasy. But she knew her shit, actually. <laughs> and that actually hit the arousal for them. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> and, and it was easy to disguise it. Oh. How much for the boom boom room or what did they say? The private room, <laughs> the champagne room, the champagne room. And she was like 300. And he was like, mm, what if you don't take your clothes off? <laughs> he just <laughs> want the fantasy advice. This is how pathetic these guys are. I ain't gonna lie. I think that's why I enjoy the show. Cause I know there's several fantasy and I mean, uh, <laughs> enthusiasts out here. They're not far from these guys, bro. And she I'm was on it. That she was asking him, she was like, Oh, what kind of league do you guys play in? What'd she say? IDP uh, auction, auction, IDP. Yeah, and see, and that was how Superflex. that was how you knew that the league was at least tapped in. They said IDP back into even though there's nothing to it, they have mentioned IDP a couple times throughout you know why? the league. Because <laughs> until I like when I met you guys, the only guys that I knew that really got out like that was Steamboat and them. And they walked around with their chest out in fantasy. You know what I mean? So I would do IDP, bro. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, word? I do team defense. Ha, ha, ha. laughing at the game. Like, oh, shit, did I say something wrong? You know what I mean? I started feeling uncool. Man, fuck, for real? This shit's whack, bro. Like, oh, oh shit. man. Yeah, because when, when he said eight, eight, man, fa- eight man fantasy football eight, league. <laughs> man. Oh, shit. That was, was hilarious. That was hilarious. And Antonio said, you want a lap dance? No, no, no. We still got a few more rounds to go. <laughs> Damn, bro. It was nice that he got a Ricky Williams, you know, Ricky Williams nod right there. Who I can't remember who he said. He was like, why take such and such when you can take Ricky in the 10th? Yeah, why take so-and-so in the in the third? And that was the Saban yeah. Ricky, correct? Yeah. The Dolphins Ricky? Yeah, I mean, it's 2010. When did he go? That's when he went? 2000? No, no, yeah, okay. No, he was there before. He had been there, yeah. Yeah, 
but this Why was the 2010 year. That was one thing, but I was killing. But it was already because eight teams though, eight yeah. men, and he was yeah. already older at that point, so he wasn't yeah. going like hella high. And she, but, but she was smart. I was like, why take this guy when you can get the same production here? I was saying that years ago. Remember when Saquon was the first year off the ACL? Yeah. I was like, why take Saquon when I could take David Montgomery? Yeah. And I was like, why would I take JT when I could take Dave Montgomery? I was wrong about the JT one, but I, my whole point was like, I can get 300 touches elsewhere. There's always in the first episode of every season, there's always like something that has to do with advice before the draft or whatever. In season one, it's the Oracle, you know, the 10 year old or the nine year old who has all the info. And it was just, (laughs) the approach is a lot different from the stripper compared to the Oracle because the Oracle is just a dick. Ruxin's asking him all these questions and he was like, wow, Larry Johnson, that's a good pick in 2005. Yeah, right in his little natural. Like, Boom! Did you drop yet? Did you feel that, bitch? Oh, oh, it's funny. funny how it's funny how like her, she's a little bit more savvy, you know. Oh, why would you do this when you can do this? And she even said, "Listen, I don't. This how I heard it. I mean, because she said a lot of players come here, they tell me things. I heard. Listen, I didn't sucked off hella information from these motherfuckers. <laughs> and I'm telling you, I got the I got the keys." And you know what's funny is back in 2010, so this was one of the, I won a championship in 2010. 2007 was the first one that I won. But back then, it was like people only played in one or two leagues. There wasn't. It's not like it is right now. Social media like changed that to where. But also like the the apps being able to where you could like just touch one button and get to the next league instead of re-signing in with different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it used to be like more difficult before the apps came the apps are what changed it you know what i mean yeah and yeah anybody who won their league just to them is just like a god like even i mean this is going all the way towards the end but towards the last episode they're like hey did you just refer to yourself as martin luther king and he was like did he win his league (laughs) close the door oh man hey hey, chaotic in the house what What up k hold on my kid's See, that would be chaotic. Chaotic is, is like equivalent to that stripper just putting him up on game, talking shit to him. And uh, what up, Niner? What up? What's going down? <coughs> okay. So really the end of the, the end of the episode is really them just like roster baiting. They go to the club, and that's where Taco, he one of his new hustles is making sounds for ringtones. And uh, man, very big in 2010. Like he was an innovator. And <laughs> Andre, he starts going crazy. He starts dancing on top of the table. I got the trophy. I got the girl. And then Rafi comes up and st- starts raining on his parade. Pretty much pushes Andre off the stage or whatever they're on. He falls on the trophy and it goes inside of him. And you hear him, ah, it's inside me. <laughs> And tacos. Oh my gosh, I just struck gold. <laughs> oh man. You know, it's hell of a precision fall. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> That's a precision fall right there to get it right into the rectum. You know what I mean? Yeah. Perfect. Perfect aim. And that's where Taco starts starts his songs of season two. <laughs> I'm, I'm inside me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hit song, bro. 
Oh man, yeah. Taco have, you looked, have you ever looked it on Spotify? I'm pretty sure there's like a league soundtrack on them. I'm sure there is. There's gotta be, right? Because all those are like original songs that they made, right? Yeah. And you know, that's probably how the, that that particular person made his bread there. Like, hey, listen, I'm gonna compose a lot of songs. You're gonna put me in the credits. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Who's the dude? John Carpenter. He yeah, actually did Halloween. Yeah. And, first music, right too. Yeah, and he scores the music. Yeah. You know what's crazy is I guess originally they did Halloween and then they did a test screening and people were like, it's all right. And then he goes, hold on. Rolls his sleeves up. Let me rescore this shit. And he fires the other dude and he rescores it. And that just changed everything. And they were terrified. Motherfuckers were terrified. And that is, it is kind of crazy, right? Like, I was just saying this earlier today, that fucking, that, that, uh, that sound, you know, whenever it's, uh, this is not a test or whatever, right? That sound, it's yeah. terrifying me as a kid. You know, it's something sonically, like when you can match visually with something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. And then Tonyo, he said it right there. That's the best line in the song. You know where I be? I'm inside me. <laughs> oh man. Savage. And so that's how it ends. Jenny helps Ruxin. And Ruxin is just roster baiting like crazy. And uh, yeah, just very, very, very elusive start. You know what I like about this? I want to kind of foreshadow what we're going going to go into with these two characters, particularly the married couple. Mm -hmm. It's like all the while she doesn't know that her man is. She understands. She she thinks she does that. He's obsessed with this thing. And when she enters his world, though, and it starts to share that same obsession and even start to like kind of kind of kind of like rock his little world, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you know what pisses me off, right? Because I actually related to that. There would be a couple times where my girl would be like, Hey, tripping if you don't start Elijah Mitchell this week. <laughs> what do you know, babe? <laughs> and if motherfucker has a random, it's like he might get eight touches that game because CMC was there. Because this actually happened last uh-huh. year. It was like a CMC. He's 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 out. He's, they put him out in the fourth quarter because he done it enough. And they put Elijah Smith each other. He has one big breakaway run. And she's like, I told you. <laughs> you don't know anything. <laughs> but she was right. And she's done this routinely. It's like she has the force. I swear to God. She was right. Yeah. So episode two is all about the Brolo. Okay, El Rafi, because <laughs> everybody hates Rafi. <laughs> like they come in and it's like their little, you know, that they hang out at the pub or whatever, and it's their spot where they go drink a beer and talk shit about the week and whoever is. Yeah, what's that uh, spot called? That's their joint right there. Yeah, I, I can't even think of what it's called. I know what the, do they ever even say it? Yeah, it, it shows it every like the exterior shot, like for a second right before you know, just so you kind of know where they're. I think at. they did say it at one time because I'm trying to think of the name myself. Very, yeah, one of those names, real easy to forget for sure. And so Rafi comes in there, jacks the beer from Kevin, starts drinking it, and oh, I'm gonna murder you, I'm gonna eat your kids, and like all this. And like they do, he went Tyson on them. <laughs> That's Tyson, all right. Yeah, he, he really went, did. Eat your children, savage, just savage. And, uh, Mike, I feel exuberant. <laughs> this, this whole episode was about two, two parties, one of them was Pete, Andre, and Rafi. They all go to a party. And they only bring Rafi because he's supposed to be the designated driver. But oh. Rafi, oh, he drives drunk no matter what, so he doesn't care about that. 
and, and then the other party is Kevin and Jenny going to a work party. And, you know, they get to feel all fancy, get all dressed up. And then Ruxin, it's terrific lady day. What he says he does once a year where he just, everything that his wife wants to do, he does it. Everything she says, it's such an amazing idea. It's terrific lady. He's a pussy, pretty much. A <laughs> vagine. <laughs> a vagine in <laughs> French. And uh, this comes back more and more times throughout the year as well. It's crazy that terrific lady day is just is during the football season but he's got to do it and is so that let's see thing? no it's his made up thing oh okay so really the only party worth talking about is the one that Rafi and Pete and and Andre go to so first off Andre he's he's driving but talk but Rafi's supposed to be the designated driver but he's I drinking know. The entire time. And Pete's like, wait, aren't, you're not supposed to drink. And he's like, no, no, no. He's just 15 minutes before we leave. I'll go in. I'll go in the bathroom. Crap the booze out. Take a mint. Good to go. And he's like, does that work? And he's like, yeah, I think so. <laughs> you know what's funny is the things that people do when they're no a normal lone wolf. Right? A lone wolf could do wild shit. Because he don't got to risk nobody else's life. Listen, this is what I do when I'm driving by myself. Take a crap, throw in a mint, turn the music up loud, punch the gas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I like to throw in the mint part. Living on a prayer. He throws but, on that fucking, that fucking Bon Jovi, huh? Punches the gas. Bogey, what do you think about their strategy to try to get Rafi to trade when they said, hey, isn't that Matt Forte over there? And wow, he's getting really hammered. He went over there to beat this fool's ass. He was like, oh, he's like, thinking what I'm thinking. He's like, yeah, should we kill him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Wow, is that why they call me Ralphie? <laughs> On a day to day basis, I threaten to kill people I don't know all the time. <laughs> that's funny. You're laughing right now because you know it. That's hilarious. So I that's the real three people this today, just today yeah. alone. That's the so correlation. Kill you. Between Bogey and Rafi. <laughs> and, then, and then Pete's like, no, I'm just, you know, maybe you should trade him away, you know, because he's going to do bad. He's like, oh, okay. I understand it. Much better idea. Much better idea. But he was like, hey, just, in, you know, can we just keep it between us of what I said, you know, just in case he ends up dead? <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't want to kill him. He's a witness. Rafi is a savage. And I then you love Rafi, bro. <laughs> I don't even want to be Rafi. I just want to kick it with him. That's, that's, that's the homie. So they said they got to get to an internet cafe now. So they, they take Andre's car. And not only that. Wow, this he, is 2010, huh? He leaves with Andre's girl and says, hey, Blondie, want to drive a Porsche? <laughs> so those are the keys. And then Andre comes back. And and he was like, wow, he's like, wow, you got rid of Rafi? He's like, yeah, a couple casualties, though. <laughs> and he's like, what? Your your girl in your car. He's like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Andre's always getting screwed. But now but his girl stays true though. He deserves it. As it stands. I want to hear what Nelson thinks about this next part though. So now Rafi steals the car. So they don't know where to go because Andre gave Rafi the wrong number. And so they go to Ruxin's house where it's terrific, terrific lady. Now. Rafi gave Andre the wrong number. No, 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 no. Andre oh, gave Rafi oh. the wrong Rafi number on purpose. Go with the whip. 
Yeah, and because Pete, he was like, hey, why don't you just call him? He's like, I don't know his number. I gave him a fake number. <laughs> and That's he, right. He was like, why? And he was like, girls do it to me all the time. He's like, did you feel good when you did it to him? And he was like, yeah, he really did. <laughs> so they go over to Ruxin's house. It's terrific lady night. And Ruxin, he gets a trade offer on his computer. So to try to look at this trade, he uh, he, he puts the, uh, you know, the, the, what's it called? The eye covering over uh, yep. the blindfold over Sophia. And what what do you think about that that whole exchange, Nelson? Do you remember that where he's trying to make the trade? He's looking at the computer. Still got to touch his wife and say enough just so she knows he's in the room still. Kinda. It, yeah, kind of remember. It's tough. So I thought, what, it, was, I thought I it was extremely paranoid. I would have done the same thing. <laughs> so Andre and Pete come in, and you know. Ruxin's on one side of the bed, they're on the other, and then she's, oh, there you are, and gets gets her foot and starts rubbing it right on Pete's cock, <laughs> and like to make to make Ruxin make this trade, and they're not moving until he makes the trade. I remember that. Yeah. Ends up making the trade, ends up leaving, and then Rafi comes in, and one of the things that we find out about Rafi is vanilla scented candles. That's like his kryptonite. Oh my god! <laughs> you know it's. Hold on, baby. Hold on, baby. Close the door. That's another thing. I can't stand not just vanilla scented candles. If someone says, oh, I have a cupcake candle, fuck that candle. (laughs) I don't want to smell. If I want a candle, it's got to smell nice. I don't want to smell like bakery. I'll just bake something. You know what I mean? (laughs) I don't want to smell of vanilla or cinnamon. Ah. So just like Rafi does a vanilla scented candle trigger your gag reflex? Yeah, bro. Just uh, listen. Okay, look at this. One of my studios, at the, uh, it was at, uh, at the homie's house uh, for years, right? It was like one of the home studios. And uh, his wife was uh, one of those sticklers for those candles, bro. And she would always have something burning. And even if nothing's burning, you just smell it. And it was disgusting, bro. <laughs> disgusting. I didn't numb my nose with cups. So I don't smell it. <laughs> Rafi and oh 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 I'm gonna barf. Sometimes I shit when I barf. <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> they don't want him in there, but he has to lay down now to, to gather himself. <laughs> that's crazy though, because man, like that's that's a really good piece of fucking information. It's like kryptonite, kryptonite to Superman. You know what I mean? Like I would definitely have logged that in i would have been carrying a fucking scented candle with me like he carries a hot dog in his pocket you know what i mean i would have been just in the case i'm like motherfucker Make so the trade. we're fat we're fast forwarding a lot of seasons here but little spoiler alert so sophia <laughs> passes away very very end we're talking last, for real last last season we're talking it's and <laughs> rafi right? he says that he is gonna take he is like Sophia is a part of him now. He is Sophia, and he's there to be Ruxin's wife now. <laughs> and he comes in all dressed Man, up. They and... kill her off. He comes dressed in lingerie. I don't know if they killed her off. It's, no, a, it's, a, it's down a few, the road. He's it's down the road. You guys probably won't even remember by the time we watch it. It's like season seven, and he comes in in lingerie to track because now he's got he's got a pleasure Ruxin, <laughs> and yeah, he starts starts getting all strong with them. And Ruxin's only defense is to pull out a vanilla scented candle. Yes, <laughs> he's got Ruxin. Time out. Time out. <laughs> Mother was in there trying to fellatiate him, bro, and fucking acting like it was his wife. Bro, I would have killed. I would have stabbed him with that fucking candle. 
Oh, I want to bludgeon him with it. You cannot take out Rafi, though. Rafi is a gangster, man. He yeah, is trained in a lot of different martial arts techniques. I mean, shit, he'd be a, he'd be a bad motherfucker in some lingerie, wouldn't he? He'd, oh. he'd toss that candle and fight me like a real man. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know Rafi was a badass as far as combat like that. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it when we get to the last when we get yeah, to the there's last a lot episode. of things about rafi apparently we're gonna realize and like early on <laughs> early on he's a real grime i ain't gonna lie yeah later on he's a real grime also <laughs> you just get more and more info about the backstory that's for sure that's funny and so one of the things yeah they talk about matt forte and then they bring up how they got andre in the past and they said that it was an asian guy and they told him it was anquan bolden He's like, come on, Michelle Kwan, Kwan. I thought he was an Asian dude. And they got, they got him to trade Anquan Bolden. So racist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I yeah, laugh at it because I'm okay with stuff like this. It's, you know, it's it's stupid jokes. It's raunchy comedy. That's yeah, for sure. It's when you start getting into that other realm of racism, I don't agree with <laughs> So now we jump into episode. I don't agree with it all, actually. You know what? Shut the pot off. (laughs) I'm disgusted off the mushrooms. Actually, the mushrooms told me to continue. Let's go. (laughs) So now we get into episode three, the white knuckler. This one is not one that we need to spend much time on, but I thought it was real funny. Kevin's got the entire like series of dummy books and even has law for dummies and Rexa makes fun of him. I mean, he's an actual lawyer, though, for real, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Antonio said that one was consensual. That one was not. <laughs> no. Mar- Margaret. <laughs> and so big storyline behind this one is really it's about Pete, the girl that he's dating, and that it was an ex that Kevin used to date way back in high school or something. Oh yeah. And yeah, she she pretty much tells Pete that Kevin has a pretty cock. And like then Pete is just fucked in the head after that. You remember you remember that storyline, Nelson? Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> because it's just it's funny because it's about a man's insecurity, you know what I mean? And then they were going the they they went to do bench press at the gym and stuff. <laughs> Everything <laughs> yeah. his, his, right underneath his balls and shit. <laughs> He's trying to get a peek. I, I, <laughs> I was hilarious. He wanted to see how pretty the cock was for real. <laughs> Where's that? How pretty is his cock? He couldn't God. handle it. He he could handle it knowing that they that they'd had sex, but then he couldn't handle it knowing, yeah, that he might be second best now. See, that's yeah. what's fucked up too. Is you know, what I'm saying what you like, you know, be with even if you're just cool with the homegirl, like you can't fuck on the homegirl and expect the homegirl not to tell you everybody you're whack or not. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And if you was yeah, whack as exactly. all man, you're never gonna not hear it from us. Like, you, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're always uh, not going to be number one. I mean, that shouldn't bother you. If she got someone that's better than you, then so be it. Go with him. Here's how I always gauged women that I've fornicated with. It's it's the re- the repeat offenders. The ones who come back for more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The ones who just keep coming back. There's something to it. It's called dick whooped. It's a real thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. For sure, man. Because you can be the ones total... that you deal with. You don't deal with the ones that are not coming back, you know? Yeah, and but here's the thing, too. is like the ones that we want, you know, there's a difference between the ones that you can have and the ones that you want, right? It's a, it's a whole other issue. We're talking about the ones that we need, right? That's a whole other podcast. My point is, the ones the ones that, like, that get dicked with, you could talk to them a specific way. The ones that you're, like, wanting on, 
you feel me? You like you treating them nice, and this. And I know it sounds like a dickhead, but I'm saying though, this is what, this is how he. What's his name? I'm getting back to the show. What's his name? Pete. Pete. Yeah, Pete. It's like he ain't viewed her like that. He let it fuck him up. Like, yeah, you 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 you're fucking on the bitch. The homie fucked her first. You know what I mean? <laughs> and apparently, yeah, you're not gonna be able to dick her down. At least the way he did, because his dick is prettier, and he just couldn't get over it, bro. It's okay yeah. to share if it's just like a social thing, you know. You can't take it seriously like that. I mean, women they talk, bro. That's why. That's why you know what I'm saying. You know, and allegedly I've I've been able to maneuver through like a group, like a friends group. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because once one hears about you, they get curious and start. But you know what I mean? They get scando. <laughs> One of the other underlines of this uh, early storylines of this episode was Andre and how white he is. They always kind of mix in, you know, like how white they are and out of touch with the rest of the world and minorities in general. And uh, I think that's actually proper for the show because yeah. the they say is so fucking wild 10 years later. Like it, yeah. a lot of that shit won't age well, but it's almost like they had a they had a foresight, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so have a built in justification. Yeah, so Andre, he's going to be going into, he wants to merge practices with, with another plastic surgeon. He happens to be black. And they are talking about diversity. And he said how he doesn't like diversity because it's like racist. Because <laughs> he thinks <laughs> it is. It's like, he thinks of everybody. All, how about just all of us instead of let's diversify? That yeah. actually entails that white people just run everything. It's like, let's diversify it. Those are splashes of color. You know what I mean? And see, and he couldn't explain it the way that they really meant it and the way that he like they said it yeah i don't we should, we're all the same you know is what he was thinking but when the guy asked him he's like, oh you want to diversify he's like, no 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 i do not want to diversify because oh so you don't because it's racist <laughs> he, he had him right where he wanted him though. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> and then of course great precursor that was a precursor to the extreme version of it nowadays <laughs> and of course you know, they're talking, I mean, just racism and they're poking the joke at it. And then Andre throws an all white, an all white clothing party or whatever, but they call it just the only, it says just, what is it? Whites only allowed or, or whites only or totally something, wrong. <laughs> something like whites only. And so that everyone started seeing that. Then everybody just hates Andre. And then Taco sings his Naginta song about his big sword. Yeah. Like, awesome song. Oh, yeah. I don't even remember the line. But the, the line that he said was uh, we, something in Japanese. And he's like, that's made up Japanese for I'm going to go get high right now. <laughs> that was one of his only lines in there. Sings this song, throws his spear, and it slashes Kevin's pretty cock. And the only thing that they can do, they need someone to stop the blood, stop the blood. And so they get the white knuckler to grab him, <laughs> grab him by the balls. And Pete does not like it. Kevin's like laughing while he's bleeding. You can't really, you can't see it. And while the white knuckler is grabbing his balls to stop, or grabbing his cock to stop the bleeding. And that's where that one all ends. <laughs> yeah, that was a burner episode for sure. Yeah. Where are we at now? We're in like four or five? So this is episode four. The Klunberg yeah, yeah. is what yeah, they call it. Right. And it's when Taco finds that cocaine toilet seat. Oh yeah, this is awesome. Here we go. Okay. And, and we Rocket. get introduced to Russell. Yeah, the sex addict. Yeah, the sex. Everything <laughs> triggers Russell. And <laughs> everything no, but vagina, apparently. No, no, no. It's not vagina. He has oh, sex with her vagina. 
Yeah. Do you do you remember that episode? Oh, that was a good scene. Nelson, do you remember that episode where it's Russell? He's the sex addict, and he's talking to Jenny, and he's talking about all his triggers and things like that. He's like, see these small tomatoes right here. Ooh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. ooh, little guy. Because <laughs> these trigger me. I remember that. Yeah. Because ooh, what about these strawberries? And then she tries to eat the strawberries. She's trying to like dethrone it. And he's like, no, no, don't do that. <laughs> she feels all embarrassed. She hawks it out. She's like, oh, okay. Because when they're when they're talking, she was like, "Yeah, I just want to make sure I'm not like triggering you in any way." And he was like, "Oh no, no, you 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 don't trigger me at all." Didn't she go there with intentions wow. to fuck though? Like she was like intrigued by him. No, she just wanted to get into a league, and that was oh, the really? only league okay. that she could get into. I was totally shrooming when I watched. I ain't gonna lie. That's how I knew this was episode to episode six. I watched it all one night and died just laughing. This shit was so fucking hilarious to me. And chaotic. So just want to hear Alex say pretty cock again. <laughs> That's what they say in the whole episode. It's like a whole storyline about Kevin. <laughs> See, Pete hates would, it. <laughs> would we get censored if we woke up? If we if we woke up in the morning, did the morning show, and we talked about pretty cocks, but we were referring to like roosters. Roosters. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> <laughs> really? Huh. That's a new name for cock now, Rooster. I'll tell you that much. So when Jenny's talking to Russell and she's oh, he was like, I don't trigger you. And she's like, what does trigger you? He's like, how much time you got? And oh, I said, shit. this guy's a freak. He's a balloons. And, and she was like, oh, is it because I'm married? He's like, no, I had sex with a married woman today. And he so he goes the fridge and goes nuts. Yeah. He's like, look at these. What are these? She's an apricot. <laughs> no, they're the boobs of an alien. <laughs> it was artichoke. That guy's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> and it was artichokes. That's what it was. Yeah. Oh, man. And I like artichokes. <laughs> artichoke <laughs> is fucking phenomenal. Okay. This is such a savage. And then the whole toilet seat thing. I don't never that, think about sticking my dick in an artichoke dip. I swear to God. <laughs> Itty bitty South City, what up? He said, back again for another year. Let's get it. Make sure you subscribe here. I hope you didn't just jump in and hear me yell out, I wouldn't stick my dick in the the artichoke dip. (laughs) (laughs) I'm back. (laughs) And the the taco, Taco's addicted to sitting on his toilet seat because he found out that, or they found out. He didn't know initially. That they were smuggling cocaine in and putting it on toilet seats. And hold on, hold on, hold on. Highlight the fact that he's a dumpster diver. He's a dumpster diver, so he found yeah. it in a dumpster. Yeah. Just a, just he, a toilet seat. Oh, hey, I can use this toilet seat. Because his toilet to be made of pure cocaine. Because his toilet, he, he did not have a toilet seat. He said, yeah, so he needed up. one. <laughs> he was standing taking a dumper wet. Yep, yeah, I guess. It was the unprecedented. He was standing forward, too, but like far enough where the bowl between his legs. <laughs> Dropping them. And so they, they have an intervention and they pull him over to Andre's house. Taco switches out Andre's toilet seat with, with his. And just so he can kind of pretend like he's getting rid of the one. And Rafi goes in there and finds it him and ruxin come in roxy rafi is fucked up he's like tripping he like knocks shit off the table of the smushes lemons (laughs) and he goes in to throw up in the bathroom and then he like he just smells the toilet seat and he like scratches it a little bit i promise you i promise you when it's that good you could smell it and it makes you sweat like (laughs) i can't describe it and you know what I'm saying? I mean, 
I mean, I've, I've been to some of those Hollywood parties back in my day. Oh, yeah, bro? Yeah, bro. Hell yeah. You know, kid from Kid and Play? Yeah, I've seen him. I've partied with him, right? He took us time, to one of those man. official, you know, of a hey, he hangs out in, in Hollywood. I can't even speak. He hangs out in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Or he did back did. And, and he doesn't, he smokes weed, but he doesn't do anything else. But everything else was going on at the party. It was, wow, they got that good. You know what I mean? Yeah, his name's uh, Chris Martin, right? Not Chris Martin, Chris something. It is Chris Martin. Was it Chris yeah. Martin? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, he nailed it right on the head. If I had my tricycle here, I'd hit the ding. I saw <laughs> one time on by the Laugh Factory, he had the thing. Yeah, he was he oh. had something to do with the Laugh Factory at one point. I think he like I think yeah. like was like a part owner or something. I might be wrong about that. I know he had something to do because oh I don't know. Those dudes, yeah, they had their hands in a lot of shit, bro. Like the they were fucking off. Shout out to Kid and Play. Really East Coasters that came out west and kind of like, okay, I, I'm i from the West Coast. I grew up on the West Coast, but mad, a lot of mad East Coast influence from like the entertainment that I was raised on. You know what I mean? And then yeah, when I started um, traveling. Uh, with that, he cut that thing off though, huh? that fro. Yeah, the, the, uh, the tall boy fro. The, yeah, the yeah the, the big flat top. I forget the eraser head. The eraser yeah, head, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, then it was actually a movie called Class Act. Yeah, I heard of that. Yeah, and uh, it's pretty much ninety five percent of it is on YouTube, and it's sectioned out, but you can watch it in order. Fucking awesome, because it takes me back to being a kid. But it's the first one where they're playing. It's outside of the house party movies. You know what I mean? And I think that this is definitely like the third or fourth time you brought up class act. I love it. It's fucking awesome. We're gonna be doing one. We're gonna be doing. See, we might do that instead of house party, house right? Party. House, yeah, instead because it's that. like an obscure one. Yeah, yeah. There's a bazillion house make, party movie reviews out there. Yeah, and Polly yeah. Shore makes his appearance in that one too. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> we got flagged for playing. Polly Shore. It's like a thing you brought him up. Polly Shore. Yeah. Yeah. yeah of son of Mitzi. Shore and what was it? his dad was like a writer and comedian, I think, or I think he was a comedy writer, I think, initially. Yeah, and I think oh, go ahead. they that's actually good. bought the comedy store, they bought it from the mob, oh, apparently. Damn, like the original, like this dates all the way back to the original owner of the comedy store was like Bugsy Siegel or some shit like that. And then yeah. it got passed on through the mob, and then eventually the midst the, the shores bought it. Kind of crazy. Let's jump. Let's jump back in to episode four here. So, Rafi now figuring out that he's got he's he's got the juice. Now he starts scratching it, doing some lines there, and then he comes out fully hyped. Gets Andre's shitty picture, smashes it, runs out yeah, of there. Hold on, and the pic- see that was a big deal too in the early in the episode that like they were like clowning him because of how much he has spent on that bitch. He spent 25 banditos on that motherfucker. Raquitos. So horrible. And he came out and fucking destroyed it in true Bogan fashion. I like Rafi. <laughs> I'm Rafi right there until he goes outside like a madman. <laughs> Runs outside and Ruxin's, oh, just because we don't like him, we should let him die out there. They go out and then they and then they see a car shaking and they're like that hey that's a rocking is that russell's car <laughs> go open the door oh it's russell and automizing him <laughs> he's what's up bros say like, oh yeah and i'm out of the league i'm joining russell's league he's, like, he's got a man's league 12 teams <laughs> and then there. they shut the door 
and then <laughs> rolls down the window. Some things you can't unsee. You can't unsee, bro. <laughs> Here's his lockstep. <laughs> I was like, bro, I was dying so hard on the shrooms watching that shit. I was like, this motherfucker Rafi's a fool with it. <laughs> And then oh, Jenny gets to join the league and they have her little initiation ceremony. Super funny because she comes in with brownies and everyone's supposed to be like hazing her. Say, hey, anyone want some brownies? Oh, yeah. Oh, don't, don't take any of her brownies. <laughs> oh, that good. See, she had it right, though, because little did she know that's great fantasy karma. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And then Ruxin's like, Neil. And she's like, no. And she was like, stand. And she's like, no, I'm just going to sit here. And he's like, fine, sit there comfortably. <laughs> just anything. Just be alive. Be alive right here in this room. Ha ha. So I told she, yeah, to do that. she does not get the hazing like Andre or anybody else did. It's funny. But now she's in the league. But she's got Rafi's team, which was so shitty. I mean, his first pick, he was like, yeah, 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 yeah. woo, kicker. <laughs> Damn. Damn, Rafi's a drug addict. <laughs> That's how I, bad. That's how bad his. I have to admit this. There, so shout out to my man A one. It was his birthday two two days ago. Love you, bro. He was notorious for his lady was one of the homies. Like growing up, and then they ended up getting together and marrying each other. But like she, they're notorious for like really being competitive against each other. They both play fantasy, but she would always try to get in our league, and he, he, I would we would always vote against that shit. Because no spouses. I used to say, you better divorce her to get her in this fucking league, bro. Because you don't play that shit. And I always like that when I was watching this, I was like, that was one thing. Because then look at every the wife comes in, everyone gotta be nice to her. Fuck that shit. Fuck that. Exactly. This war, baby. And we're gonna talk about that when we do episode five, and we're gonna break that down. Act two. Make sure you guys are following the Silver Screen Breakdowns podcast on Apple, on Spotify. Make sure you go follow on YouTube. We do the live streams on Friday nights. You can be a part of it. And Nelson, remind where to follow you at. And on Instagram, Nelson Times underscore, or on YouTube, you can see my videos of my film acting and commercials and whatnot, montages and demo reels. Yeah. Ogie, how about you? What you doing? Hey, I'm just just, just slow motion in the big ocean trying to stay afloat. And speaking of staying afloat, will this league stay afloat? Tune in next time for Act 2 of Season 2, The League Review. Hey. This ain't a dream, we really live this shit Don't intervene, yo, we with this shit That's where the most high, we the most live What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today.